everyone. Welcome back to Today in Tech. I'm Julia Bosham, and I'm here with Macworld Executive Editor Michael Simon, as well as Computer World Executive Editor Ken Mingus. So we're still waiting to hear when exactly Apple is going to announce their alleged April event. But what we do know is that they've announced WWDC, their annual developers conference, is going to take place the week of June 7th. So we're going to be discussing what to expect, what software updates, maybe some new hardware. Who's to say? We'll be diving into it. We are also broadcasting live on LinkedIn as well as on YouTube. So if you have any questions or comments while we're talking, we will certainly answer them live. So do leave them in the comments or the chat, sec chat section. So question of the hour, what is coming at WWDC? Michael? Well, I had to start this. <laughs> You're the Macworld executive editor. Oh, I have Come on, start it. That's it comes with the promotion. <laughs> Come on, man. With, with, with the promotion goes great power. Come on. Yeah. I mean, okay. So for starters, um, the announcement for WWDC came a little bit later this year. Usually it's like early to mid-March, like March 13th, 15th-ish. And we were, we were waiting for it. In fact, we had just written our um, Here's What's Coming from Apple in April article where we look at like Apple TV stuff and, and uh, iOS updates and um, you know, whatever rumors are out there. And I had written a little line that said, we also will probably get the WWDC date because it's a little late this year. And lo and behold, they did it on March 30th. And I had to cross that section out and put a note in, <laughs> but um, it usually comes earlier. Last year, they announced that there was going to be WWDC in June, but they didn't actually announce the date because of, you know, obvious reasons at the time. The pandemic had just hit the U.S. Mm -hmm. uh, everything was very much in flux, and um, they announced the the, uh, the actual dates, which were which were later in June for the first time in a while. Um, I think it was not till like late it's April, like the twentieth, wasn't it? Something like that. It, yeah, it was. It was oh, the twenty yeah. third or twentieth. But when they announced when it was going to be, it was it was pretty close to the actual event time. So it's nice to know we have an event on June seventh when it's supposed to be. The keynote will pick, kick off at 10 a.m. They haven't announced that, but it'll be 10 a.m. that morning, Pacific mm -hmm. time, 1, 1 p.m. Eastern time. What we know for sure, iOS 15, uh, Mac OS, it looks like Mac OS 12, they're going to start uh, a different numbering system with the Mac. You know, we know we had OS 10, 10.1, 10.2, 10.3, et cetera, all the way up to 15. And then last year they did Mac OS um, 11. And it looks like this year they're going to do Mac OS 12. So we can expect that to continue probably Mac OS 12, 13, 14, 15, et cetera, until we get to like Mac OS 37 and it starts being a little bit weird. <laughs> like when, when do these numbers start being strange? Like the, the, there was a time when like the never. iPhone 13 sounded weird. Yeah. Now it really doesn't because we're just expecting it. Don't but at some, at some point, point Apple has to stop. Not just Apple. It's, it's a lot of companies. Like these they'll numbers are just weird. They're going to go back to, to real names. You know, it may not be California place names or big cat names, but at some point, you know, they'll let a few years go by and it's like, ooh, a name change. Maybe. Um, I miss the days when it was just, you know, the MacBook. I mean, all right. It still is just the MacBook, but for everything. Like like we would be on, what, like Mac MacBook 40, 49 by now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> MacBook Pro 56? Like it, it's like it just doesn't, it's, it's weird. Anyway. Doesn't roll off the top. <laughs> So iOS 15, iPad OS 15, which I hope brings, particularly on the iPad side, some new stuff. I, I, uh, iPad OS 14 was a massive letdown, in my opinion. iOS 14 was excellent, is excellent. Um, I, the iPad version 
I don't know. Uh, it's supposed to be, they split it for a reason. That reason right now seems to be, we're going to put all the good stuff in the iPhone and, and, and not really know what to do with the iPad still. And, uh, I don't think there's a whole lot hardware wise coming from, from the iPad, even mm -hmm. like forget WC, like the whole year okay. iPad pro is going to be pretty much the same. iPad air was just updated iPad mini, maybe, um, some slight bezel shrinkage, but nothing, nothing revolutionary. Uh, maybe the, the, the base iPad loses the home button too. So I think all of the, what, whatever changes Apple has to bring, and it has to do it relatively quickly because the iPad is, is, is in, it's in no man's land at the, t at the moment. I think iPad OS 15 needs to bring something that pushes the iPad to like a real post PC, not an iPhone level. Can you use one every day? Let me, let me know what you want or, well, or expect. I, I, I... I know how much you you love iPad OS. We've talked about this, and uh, <laughs> and it's, I, I, I do know, love the iPad. It's just the, the the OS drives me nuts. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, it, it definitely needs uh, another overhaul. You know, I I know that there were a lot of changes last year. The you know the, the keyboard with the cursor and the trackpad and the, you know how but it's but it of... didn't bring anything. No, all it, it did, did was add a cursor and make things more yeah. confusing because now you have you have gestures. And they don't clicking, work. and they don't really sync with each other. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I would, I, I would love to see something in iPad, iPad OS fifteen. Yeah, fifteen, like um, a big, a big change. Like I want that to be the big, monumental OS change. Is that yeah. not not iOS? Mm -hmm. iOS was iOS fourteen was 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 excellent, and I don't think iOS fifteen, you know, make it more of a maintenance release and say, okay, here's a couple of features. Sure. But the big stuff is coming with uh, iPad. OS 15. What's, you know, it is interesting to note, you know, I don't want to let this slip by last year. It, it, it seems like it's been a long time now, but last year because of the pandemic was the first time that Apple had done the virtual event and now they've had several of them yep. and yeah. they do them really well. And, and, they're awesome. I, yeah. and I hope they, they really are. I'm everything. really looking forward to the event itself just for the, the production Great, yeah. uh, effort that Apple puts into it. It, it makes it, you, they can cram a lot of information into what seems like a short amount of time, even if it goes an hour and a half. Yeah, uh, uh, David Price over at Macworld UK wrote an article today about why they should be virtual from, from, from here on out. And he brings up a lot of good points. Uh, yeah, you can make it tighter and, and more seamless and more fun. Um, you can turn it on, on, on a dime. Like if something, if Apple wants to add something at the zero hour, they can do that without overhauling the entire stage presentation. You don't have all those, all those awful applause breaks, both, from the crowd and from the presenters, because they break knowing. Okay, the, the crowd might might clap here, and yeah. what's what's interesting about that is it it colors your opinion of what Apple is releasing or anyone. When people are clapping for something, it's hard not to get that into your head. Like, oh, this is great. Mm -hmm. Maybe well, it's don't not. you think that was the point of Apple? Well, doing of course. It that oh, way? absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. But I mean, even even just and I, you know, production graphics. Just being able yeah. to, you know, when they switch from person to person or announcement yeah, to announcement. It's, it's awesome. You're flying into the headquarters and you're going down into the, whatever, the secret yeah. chamber and all that. That, you know, it makes it more of a, of a, a real event. And um, really Apple's the only company that did that so well. Like everybody yeah. had virtual events last year, Google and, yeah. and, and Samsung and Microsoft and everybody. The, I, I watched a bunch of them. Apple's was the only one that was, you know, it was like a movie. It was compelling. Like you didn't yeah. want mm -hmm. to take your eyes away from the screen. Most of them I put in the background and just listened to the audio. Yeah. Apple's I watched. 
Yeah. And it's not just because I work for Macworld. It was was good. (laughs) You know, I mean, obviously, you know, we get software because this is technically geared toward developers. It's it's the, that's the crux. Um, Are we going to get any hardware? Well, I think so. I think, I I think we'll see some, some new Macs. Or, or really? a new Mac like at which least. Ones? Like an iMac? Or well, a... the iMac is is the one that keeps getting rumored. They keep so they they kill the iPad iPad. They they kill the iMac Pro. They got rid of a couple configurations of the of the lesser iMacs that people probably weren't buying. And there has been a rumor now since last WWDC that there's this redesign in the works. For the uh, iMac. It's definitely coming this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, spring. Right. Spring summer has has traditionally been Apple's time to update the iMac. You know they've done other things here and there, but the iMac Pro we got the the glimpse of WWDC. The iMac was um, uh, well, I guess that was January. That was Macro in San Francisco. But um, Apple they don't usually wait till the fall to 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 do um, uh, iMacs. The fall is usually MacBooks. I like I don't think they necessarily have to stick to that, yeah. but mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised to see. A new iMac, maybe that Mac Pro, uh, MacBook Pro that we've been hearing about. Maybe even a peek at what the M1 or M2 Mac Pro is going to bring, because they've also used the WWDC stage to to tease high high end, um, ultra high end Mac stuff like the Mac Pro and mm-hmm. the Mac Pro before that, that isn't shipping for six or eight months, but they want to show it to these people because these are the people who are going to buy it. Right. You know, it's a little different when they're not in the audience and they can't do hands-on stuff, but um, it's still, that's their key demographic. Like my dad's not sitting down to watch WWDC. He'll call He's me up and ask out, me what, what, what happened. Right, right, right. But he will watch, you know, people do watch the iPhone stuff and, totally. and it's Apple and it gets attention. So I think that, you know, their, their, their captive audience is the people who want, need, and can afford that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised to see those those Mac things. Other hardware, I don't think. I mean, obviously, no no iPhone. They haven't done that in in, in years outside of um, yeah. September. No no Apple Watch, HomePod. Forget it. That's you know, they just came cool. out with the Mini. That probably won't be updated for a couple of years now. Any any chance at all of the glasses? And I ask that because the the, the graphics with the yeah, announcement yeah. of WWDC, you know, the little kid. They're, they're, they're all the, wearing glasses. AR VR, <laughs> you know. Well, it, I mean, it's, or, or do you, But I I did see a lot of a, a lot of speculation that this is the year they lay the groundwork for the glasses to come out yeah. next year. I mean, there is there the 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 conventional wisdom is that yeah the the consumer product isn't coming out anytime soon, but. There might be a developer kit with an Apple-designed um, mixed reality headset that goes along with it to help. Because you know, like everything else, once this thing comes out, they're going to need a bunch of applications. And it's not, yeah, n- not that designing for the iPhone is easy or the Apple Watch, but it's a different, it's a totally different way of thinking. Like no one, I don't think there's any developers out there that can just simply port an iPhone app to an AR app. Like it's a totally separate thing. Gonna, no, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, there, there are AR apps that are that are out there for the iPhone, but there's not many of them. And mm-hmm. if 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 Apple's going to want uh, a fairly robust library at whatever this thing launches, they're going to need developers to get their hands on it, you know, real early, like a year or maybe a year and a half before uh, it, it it comes out. They did they also did that with Apple Watch. They gave a six month uh, same thing with iPhone. They gave six months. This I think needs longer because of that reason that developers are going to have to 
go back to the drawing board and say, okay, how, how does, how does my app or my concept or my brand or whatever it is work in, in AR? I mean, it's a yeah. different way of thinking. It's a yeah. totally different thing. So yeah, we could see a, 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 a developer kit, but I, I don't think Apple would, would frame it like a, here's our next big thing product. Mm-hmm. I think it'll, they'll talk about frameworks and AR core and, and ML core and things like that, or AR kit, ML core is Google stuff, ML kit, uh, uh, AR kit, whatever, whatever, whatever Apple calls AR it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they'll frame it as a, as, as an advancement of that. Oh, and here's some hardware you can use to develop your stuff. Sure. All leading toward one day or possibly next year, you know, a, a, a consumer, a consumer glasses. Well, you're yeah. making a, a, but, but I mean, to take your point, if Apple does want to have uh, a healthy number of apps ready to go for the, the glasses, whatever they're called, whenever they arrive, almost by default, given what you've said, given the lead time needed to develop that stuff, we'll, we will know, obviously, or we'll assume something is coming because of the way Apple is pitching this, because it needs a software in place before the glasses arrive. Well, I mean, the software's right? there, technically. We have it on our iPhones. We have LiDAR. Yeah. We have the apps. We have the, the system. The, uh, the AR kit is there. There are some apps that work really well. I don't use them. No one uses them because mm-hmm. they're not made for that type of device. Apple knows that. You know, no one is, 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 is holding their phone up like this to scan rooms and like, it's not, it's not a, a, a seamless intuitive experience. There's sure. some cool stuff that you can do with Google maps and there's some cool, cool stuff you can do with the, with the measure application and, and it's handy. But for the most part, AR won't be AR. It won't be a thing until it's as seamless as it is to do with the other things in our life. Like it just has to be incorporated mm-hmm. into our life. Yeah. And yeah, I'm sorry, Julia. It sounds like you want to say something. I keep cutting you I'm, off. <laughs> I, no, it's okay. I just want to take a few steps back because we got a great um, viewer question over on YouTube. Donnie asked, what do you all think would improve the iPad OS? And I also have a similar question. Right. I mean, Ken, you're using it all the time. Do either of you have any thoughts about what specific things you'd like to see in the next update? I know Michael has some thoughts. I do have thoughts. Quick, and then he can, and right. he can ramp. All right. All right. Um, well, I mean, you know, clearly the home screen on the iPad is 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 still the basic, same basic home screen that uh, you know has been around for about what ten years now. And I think Apple really needs to reimagine, you know, the information provided, how icons are done. Uh, you you know, you've got this grid of icons, and it's just it just feels really stale. Uh, and Michael already mentioned earlier, you know, I, I kind of like the cursor, but I would like for the cursor to act like it does on a desktop or a laptop. It is weird to have a trackpad and a keyboard and a cursor to do things on the iPad. But when you go to click or move or drag or whatever, it doesn't work the way it's supposed to. So, right. I mean, yeah. Michael's spot on there. Uh, you know, it's so little things like that. I, I mean, and I, I get Michael's point too. It, it, I don't think Apple really knows quite what to do with the iPad. And so it's sort of trying different things and it's sort of a faint in this direction and a faint in that direction and, and nothing has really gelled yet. So, um, you know, it definitely needs some work. It's going to vary from user to user exactly what they want, but, uh, but I, I think it's a valid point. Michael rant, rant yeah. away. I mean, the, the first thing we need is iOS 14. They gave us this great app library, um, 
right. on the iPhone. It's fantastic. It's like a big design overhaul. Yeah. It's not it's not on the iPad. You you're stuck with your icons on the desktop. Why? Like I don't understand. I, I don't get it. So that's that's one. Two, the widgets need to be designed for the iPad. They can be bigger, they can be more robust, they can be more interactive. Um, right now they're stuck to the left side of, of, of the of the home screen. I get rid of them because they are just useless over there. Yeah, sure. I do too. They're only on the first home screen, and it's just it just doesn't it doesn't look right. So the, the, those are the two home screen things that they need to do. Another big one is um, navigation is a nightmare. Figuring out slide over and split screen. I hate that. Opening, You're right. Launching Good point. And all of that is just it's it's not intuitive. It's not you know the the way you want. And then the the, the launch of the trackpad cursor just made it worse because you go to do something it doesn't work and then you got to reach up and that doesn't work and it's just it doesn't quite get there the way i want it to be what i want from the ipad is something that is right between a mac and an iphone and it, it it's ipad os 15 or 14 is not there it's mm-hmm. way closer to an iphone than it is to a mac and maybe I don't need 30 floating windows like I have on my Mac, but there needs to be some way to get better multitasking, better navigation, a better um, um, understanding between apps while you're working so you don't have to click in and out and everything. And it's just, it, it needs to be re- rethought for now. When Steve Jobs launched the iPad, it was a larger iPhone. And people made fun of it because of that, but that's what it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. He wanted it to be that way and it worked really well. You know, it was... Because you were reading, remember, it, the, the iPhone screen was three and a half inches at that time. You were trying to read all this text on this on this tiny little thing. Even us young people can. We we, we it was it was it was hard to read. Oh, on, thank on you. The I appreciate being included <laughs> in the young people comment. Thank thanks thanks Michael. Thanks a lot. So so they made they took that they took that simplicity and mm-hmm. and made it bigger, made it easier to use, made it for a specific use case: the the kitchen, the living room, things like that. It hasn't changed. It's still, even though iPad OS is a separate thing, it still very much feels like a larger iPhone. Right. And well, now it's not even as good as the iPhone, in my opinion. Well, especially when you've got something as large as the iPad. The lar- largest iPad Pro is what, 12.9 inches? inches. Yeah, so that's, inches. that's the size of a laptop. Okay. Yeah. So you should be able to do something with your desktop or home screen or whatever in terms of like opening up apps, moving windows around. And, and be able to actually use that that space yep. in a way that you can't. So I, and, you know, and when treat got... it like a landscape device. Yeah, I feel, and sure. you, can, you you don't have to look any further than the than the way the Apple logo is oriented on on the back. Apple still thinks the iPad is a portrait device first, like the iPhone. The iPhone yeah. is a portrait device. The i the totally. iPad is a landscape device. The camera's in the wrong spot. For, for, like there's so much of it that frustrates me. So but it's, I mean, it is, it's the best tablet. Let me, I'll, 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 let me get on record saying that I've used a bunch of them and it is hardware wise. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Software wise, what you can do is awesome. It just, it doesn't quite get to the point where I want it to be, particularly not for a thousand dollar device. Right. That makes a lot of sense. And I think Donnie here in the comments who asked the original question said, he agreed, especially about um, navigation. So that really seems to be a common, a common pain point amongst yeah. um, iPad users. I bet, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to bet that most of the people listening to this right now don't even understand how to use like slide over and stuff. and don't even know it's there. 
because it just I Apple doesn't there, make it when it, Whenever it gets it gets screwed up and something's either <laughs> slid over or it's a drawer yeah. or it's half the screen yeah, or whatever, and I can never get back to it. It's and it's I, so, I it's use so, these things so. right, and you reuse write I about and know. read about it constantly. It should yeah, be and it's, clear, but it's right. not. Yeah, it's just not. Yeah, totally. And it's you know it could be it could be a good system. Slide over. I'm not. A, I'm not against it as a concept. It's just the execution about it is just shockingly bad, and, and it ha- they haven't gotten any better over there. What's it been there four or five years now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Thomas um, also in the chat just said more flexible and mobile solutions are always welcomed, and I feel like, like you said, Mike, if an iPad right now looks a lot like an iPhone, I feel like. Thomas is kind of on to something in that like it needs to be a more mobile and more flexible Mac. Like it needs to shift yes. more. Yes. Keep the keep the mobility, keep the flexibility, but shift more to actually that, being like that should a mic. be your inspiration. That's that's the Mac should be Apple's inspiration for iPad OS 15.9. Or or Mac OS 11 should be the inspiration for iPad OS 15, not iOS 15. It's just there mm-hmm. the, Apple separated them what I thought seemingly when 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 they announced that they were saying this was this was ipad os i think it was 12 maybe 13 i don't know whenever when, whenever they split them i was excited genuinely excited it was like okay finally apple is going to do something with the ipad that's unique to the ipad we haven't even gotten that there's nothing on the ipad except for that wonky navigation that that's unique to that device what are we supposed to be talking about, Ken? This, 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 this wasn't an, an iPad. Right. This wasn't an iPad. We're not even introducing iPads at WWDC. <laughs> we started off at WWDC and we took a detour to iPads because re- viewers wanted to know. Yeah, and the OS is due for an upgrade and maybe we'll get one. Have there been any rumors at all about what to expect out of any of the OS updates that are going to be announced at WWDC? Or is this all just like... Nothing. Okay, yeah. yeah. So this oh, is just oh, like your specific. That's the one thing Apple can keep secret because they don't have to send totally. it to, it to, a, to a production <laughs> line yeah. or a factory. So that's all, that's all in-house. And um, occasionally, like part of a code will leak and they'll, we'll get a feature or two here. But the lion's share of what we're going to see from that stuff at WWDC will be uh, yeah. a surprise. Well, fingers crossed for you. And also I'm for Donnie and Thomas. If, 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 and I, if I haven't made that clear. <laughs> well, yeah, hopefully for you and Donnie and Thomas here in the chat. And to everyone who is watching, just a reminder, if you have any questions or comments about WWDC or just in general, just let us know yeah. in the chat. We can definitely um, fill up, you know, plenty of time talking about them. So iPad OS, iOS, Mac OS. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, probably hardware? TV. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe TV OS, they, they, and, and also the watch. You know, they, they always touch totally, on that yeah, stuff. Yeah, watch. Um, it's usually, you know, those are those are lesser lesser deals. I, you know, if we're talking about interfaces, I, I think TV OS needs a massive update too. And I'll, I'll also uh, couch this by saying, I think Apple TV has the best interface of all of the streaming services. But um, some of them now, uh, Google among them, they're starting to focus more on content rather than apps. And I think that's a smart idea. And I think, you know, so Apple has the TV app, mm-hmm. which is great. It's, it's nicely divided. It has all your stuff. It has things that you haven't seen 
that you're watching. It has things that are suggested based on what you did watch. Apple TV Plus stuff if you're a subscriber, all of your own movies. It's a great, great app. That should be the home screen. They should take that concept and pull it out so you're always looking at that stuff. Rather than scrolling around to find a channel that you want or whatever it is. I think that the tvOS interface can be rethought to focus more on on movies and TV shows and, and, and things like that rather than a bunch of apps that you're only using to get to that stuff anyway. Agreed. Gotcha. Yeah, I have to be honest. I'm not a big Apple TV user. I don't have, um, like, it's not my, you know, smart device of choice. I just have a smart TV. And similarly, I don't subscribe to Apple TV Plus, but I've used the app on oh, occasion. If you, if you bought an to, like, iPhone last movies. year, you, you, you have one. You, you have a subscription. I have not, but I'm due for an upgrade. There you go. So, well, you'll, you'll um, hopefully, if they extend that, you'll, you'll get a free year. They will. Honestly, they I think will. it's, I think it's worth the five bucks. Um, yeah. It doesn't have the library that Disney Plus or Netflix or those have. But Granted. they're building that out pretty quickly. They're, they're building. They, there's rolling. a ton that's that's in the works, and I I'm gonna say that everything that I've watched on Apple TV has been quality, and extremely uh engaging well-produced um i can't say that for netflix or disney i mean they have a ton of stuff but it's not all great apple focuses on or apple tv plus focuses on on quality over quantity and uh, like for example i just finished watching this the show called calls and what it is is it's there there's no acting on the screen so it's it's literally like you're listening to people's phone calls and there's like visual mm-hmm. stuff on the screen to kind of augment that that experience, and it tells this wow. story over the course of like two Sounds and a like half hours. Rear window or voyeuristic or something, Michael. Well, yeah, yeah, kind of. <laughs> so, but it yeah. tells it tells this this narrative. It's it's like a it's like a radio play, and and it tells mm-hmm. it tells this this narrative, and it, it was it was fantastic. Like they just they 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 pick their projects very carefully. I liked Servant. I liked Morning Show. Um, uh, to tell I'm on the truth. team for all mankind myself. Yeah, I, th- I, have, I haven't watched that yet, but I've heard great things about it. Like oh, they, that they is just awesome. Yeah, yeah. See, they um, uh, Apple TV gets a bad rap uh, for for not having enough to watch, and that needs to change, and it will. But it's it's pretty it's 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 very good. The stuff that it's is out there now is, is getting really better. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I feel like that kind of captures what exactly to expect at WWDC. I think importantly, like sort of, obviously last year was huge because, and please do correct me if I'm wrong. That was when they announced the transition to, I mean, that was like rumored, yeah. but the actual announcement to the, about the transition to Apple That's Silicon, correct. which is like huge. And obviously not every WWDC needs to be bigger than the last. It's not like this one needs to top last year, but I'm interested to see how they build upon that and whether or not you know, is it going to be an M2? Is it going to be an M1X? Yeah, I think All we'll definitely hear, hear about that, uh, the, the chip in, in some way. Yeah. Um, hopefully with, with, if they roll with out some an new hardware. Yeah, I mean, it, it could be a, a real monster year for the Mac. Mm-hmm. Last year, yeah, they told us about the transition and we got Big Sur, which was also a pretty big change to, to OS ten. But taking all that stuff now and now building on the momentum that they got with the, with the MacBooks and, and the Mac mini and the M1 chip, it, it could be a huge year for the Mac. The Mac could, could really be the, the, the absolute star of the show here. Right. Great. Well, exciting stuff. June 7th through 11th, which day's the keynote? 
The seventh. I mean, they they, they okay. haven't announced Birthday. that, but it'll be ten a.m. Uh, Pacific on June seventh. All right. Well, now everyone knows. You can see what exactly is going to come up, and hopefully, for the sanity of Mike and for our viewers, <laughs> iPad OS an iPad OS and Ken and Ken. I have to find something else to be angry about. Then. I, we'll find something. We'll find. I'm sure you'll find something. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you both so much for chatting about WWDC with us. Really appreciate it. And thank you all so much for watching. If you were in the comments and you had a question that we just didn't get to or you didn't ask it in time, do still please leave it and we'll be sure to answer it sometime in the next few days. I usually answer them like as soon as I see them. So won't be too long. Won't leave you hanging for too long. So Ken, Mike, thank you both so much. And thank you all so much again for watching this episode of Today in Tech. If you liked this video, please do give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to our channel. If you're watching over on LinkedIn, be sure to come over to our YouTube channel, IGG Tech Talk. We are live just about every Thursday, and we've got a ton of other videos posting almost every weekday, so tons of stuff there for you to watch. And thanks again for watching. I'll see you next time. This podcast is produced by IDG Communications Incorporated.